Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage I am your host, David Castle, aka Homage the Lion Killer How's it going everybody? Hope you're all doing well out there Hanging in there, avoiding the coronavirus Because that's apparently an issue now Hundreds of millions of people are under quarantine in China. So those poor guys, man, uh, they can't leave their homes. There's even people who are doing a self-quarantine where it's not government mandated, but they're so scared of catching this virus that they just have blocked off anybody from entering into their village or uh, their part of the city, which is pretty intense. That's some that's some crazy stuff, man. Uh I'm not sure I'm not sure what's going on with this thing. It's hard to call it. It could just be one of those operations that are meant to bring about some sort of political agenda or or take away some freedom or something like that. Usually it takes a good disaster to bring something like that in. Uh, apparently there's over 2000 people who have died from the virus so far in China. Something like 2500 people or around that number. Uh, 53 people in the U.S. have come down with it. It is also making an appearance in South Korea and Italy, Singapore, and other countries too. So apparently this, this deadly virus that could take over the whole entire world is spreading. Um, it's having an effect on the economy as well. Stocks are down. Money is being lost. And they're talking about maybe a, a, another global collapse, a recession, something like that. Which would not be good. And I've seen it. I work in uh, in car sales and less, less people... So February is typically a slow month. But there's not very many people coming in. Uh, people aren't buying stuff right now. Maybe they're scared. China is the, the manufacturer of the entire world. At least of the America. I'm not sure how it is in places in Europe. There are other countries involved as well, but China is by far our, our biggest trading partner. They're, they manufacture everything. We moved all of our manufacturing jobs to China after the North American Free Trade Agreement was signed into law uh, where the taxpayers of America actually paid for these giant corporations to uproot their manufacturing operations and move them over to China. So that was all funded by us. Uh, we People lost their jobs, obviously. And uh, it went to China. So the people at the top got more money because labor is cheaper in China and they don't have to pay out any pensions or, or anything like that. So you get all the stuff made for cheap overseas and completely transform our economy over here in the U.S. Now we're just a service economy we don't produce anything. We simply serve people. We sell you stuff. Like a salesperson is a service job. Or you work at fucking Starbucks or, or some shit like that. <laughs> we don't produce anything. Hardly. We don't produce much. Not as much as we did before we shipped over everything uh, to China. So, so now they're having the coronavirus. There's hundreds of millions of people under quarantine, not able to leave their homes, and they can only leave at certain times, and, and only one person from the family can leave to go to the store or something like that. Uh, there's no trade going out or, or not nearly as much as there normally is. 
and think about 150 150 million is the first number or the number that I just looked up and found recently but I've heard other numbers thrown out too like 700 million which is twice the population of the United States that's a lot of people uh China is the most populated country in the world as we all know and they have over a billion people well over a billion people and uh 150 million people that would be like one in two people in the United States that can't leave their house. And that's that's an official statistic. That doesn't include the people who are doing the self-quarantine that isn't necessarily given out by the government. And these are all, you know, who knows what to believe at this point. The media obviously lies. Governments lie. And this is who we're relying on for this information. So who knows how much of it is actually accurate. But this is what they're giving us. And obviously something's going on whether or not this virus is going to kill us all, I don't know about that, but something is definitely planned for this. There's a reason that it's happening right now. Uh, as far as the origins of the disease, originally they said it came from people eating at this this disgusting market in Wuhan, China, where people were eating bats and other insane things. And it caused us, uh, not us, the Chinese people to contract this disease. And now it's just been spreading ever since. Uh, and there's also a bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China, where they very well could have made this this disease and then planned for it to, to be released and start infecting people. There was also an event going on in Wuhan, China at the time of this, this virus outbreak. And it was the UN Military Games. And that's that's pretty interesting. I, I watched a video on this a couple days ago. And I didn't even know this existed. But apparently it is uh, similar to the Olympics. But it's only people in the military that can go do it. So only people in the military doing that. And they go and fucking play some games. Basketball, football. Throw a javelin pole vaulting, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> and uh, all the militaries from around the world participate, or at least the ones that are in the UN, and it's hosted by the UN, and it's a big competition. Well, this was taking place in Wuhan uh, simultaneously uh, during the time when this disease uh, supposedly appeared with that place as the origin. So that's interesting. Uh, I, I'm not sure quite what to make of that. Were they trying to infect everybody's military and, and take them all out that way? Was it, is it just coincidence? Um, was it some other, were they trying to blame these other militaries from around the world for this outbreak and it was an attack? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just know that it's pretty crazy and they're talking about the markets being weighed down. Uh, it could affect the economy and maybe we're heading for another recession. Maybe it's all fear and panic. Who knows? That's mostly what the news gives out. Stuff to make us panic. They give us these little talking points. And people wouldn't know what to talk about if they did have that. You know, somebody said that if it wasn't for the news, there, there will come a time when the American public will depend on the news for everything that they talk about. And I think we're in that time. I mean, look around it and notice what people are discussing with each other. It's all 
what they saw on the news the night before. If Most people don't even watch the news, though. It could be some other TV show, some Netflix special. Whatever. A lot of our information comes from social media now. We're sharing everything constantly. And then these are the talking points that we talk about. Very few people have original ideas or observations about the world. They get told what to think and then and then they repeat that. And I see it happening at my job. Like a good salesman will tell you stuff about the car and he'll say it in such a way or or whatever he's selling. They'll he'll explain to you the features of it and why you should like it. But he'll do it in a roundabout way that makes you think that you came to that conclusion yourself. And then it makes you like it that much more. This is a way of, it's a method of thought manipulation. And it's it's a process of getting someone to think that they're making their own decisions when really you're guiding them along the whole time. And you're you're making, you're instilling these thoughts into their brains, but you're doing it in such a way where they think that they have come to this conclusion themselves. I, I see it all the time. There's, there's a couple people uh, who I work with who are very good at this. And... You know, I, I would be trying to sell somebody a car or some shit, showing them everything that's going on, and then they'll say that they don't want it or they're gonna go look somewhere else. So then I'll go get like a senior dude who's uh you know very skilled at doing this kind of stuff, and it'll spend so much time with him and <laughs> explain things in such a way where I will hear him saying this stuff, and then later on when after the person decides to buy the car, the customer will repeat to me something that my other salesperson was saying to him, but then the the customer will be saying it as if they thought of it. And then they, they made, made the decision themselves to buy this or that they were always thinking that and then they're justifying their own action and their purchase by a thought that they think that they came to in their head themselves, which they totally didn't. And that relates to this whole news thing and, and the Hollywood and, and this popularity talking points that... Uh, are fed to us because that's the way that the majority of the people are being controlled too. We get guided along and given these subjects and these these memes and these topics of conversation and we just repeat them and we we think that we're coming to these conclusions ourselves, but that's not the case at all. There's so much money that goes into thought manipulation and controlling the consciousness of the masses and and transforming them really we're the media and fiction you know movies magazines books all this shit it's all used to manipulate our minds cartoons fucking all that shit because when you're taking in a form of entertainment like that especially television television is extremely powerful and so same with your phone because your phone is basically like a mini television now uh, with all the videos and stuff you can get on it uh, your brain takes in an incredible amount of information. It's, it's a very powerful processing unit. It's like a big CPU. And it's taking in all this stuff at all times, and there's things that are just going in under the radar and going into what's called your subconscious, which is a different level of your brain that you're not conscious of. It's like what comes out when you're dreaming uh, because you're taking in all of this information. It's just so much for you to be able to handle in you're like waking life that you just wouldn't be able to function. It's just too much information coming at you all, all at one time. You have to be able to sort through it and make sense of it all. So you use your conscious mind, but your subconscious is taking in 
just magnitudes more of information. And it's just getting stored in your brain, and your brain will only pull from it when it needs it. And some people are better at accessing this information than others. Uh, I think meditation and, and stuff like that is meant to get you close to this this uh, part of yourself. And that's like learning about yourself, is these different levels of the mind. Carl Jung uh, was really into exploring the subconscious and figuring out what was happening there. And it'll drive you nuts the more you look into this part of yourself because it really doesn't seem to make sense. But people like Carl Jung spent their whole lives trying to map out this area of existence. Well, television can specifically target the subconscious and and it's going to transform the way you think about shit because your guard is down. You're in an alpha state, which is a state where you're not critically analyzing. You're just being downloaded with information. Um, and your guard is down. You're not, you're not thinking about stuff. It's not like when you're reading, you're having to to figure out what these words mean and decipher them. Uh, when you're watching television, you're just looking at a screen and you're being downloaded with information. It's just going into you and you're not processing it. So this will go into your subconscious and it's going to change the way that you, you feel about the world and the way you feel about reality. It's training you to think in a certain way and you will mimic the characters that you see on television um, male figures, you know, guys will identify with a strong male character, like a Superman type motherfucker, um, or Star Wars, what's that guy's name? Han Solo. Everybody wants to be Han Solo. And, uh, that's the way it works, so you sneak in certain themes into movies and you'll, you'll see them develop. For example, uh, let's just look at like the homosexual thing that's been going on and how society has been trained to normalize that just in like 20, 25 years. You used to hear the word fag like a lot more in movies and stuff in like the 80s and maybe early 90s. Uh, it was just not as normal for someone to be like homosexual and accepted. For whatever you think, like I have nothing against anyone and it's all good, but it's just interesting to see how the public can be trained to accept something. The same has happened with marijuana and the legalization of weed. Like, weed used to be such a bad thing, and now fucking everyone smokes weed. There's billboards for for uh, cannabis dispensaries all over my town, and Reno as well. And they're saying, like, $20 eights, which is, like, fucking nuts. It always blows my mind. Like, damn, dude, I remember getting arrested for smoking weed. And now you could just buy it at the store and smoke weed with the cops. I don't know. But society can be trained to accept stuff and and you can't tell someone what they want or what to do. People don't like that. So you have to guide them along and make them think that they're making this, these decisions by themselves. And that's what television does and, and fiction and the news and just Hollywood and the media in general uh, and these, these public figures who we're meant to idolize. They're experts at doing this and that's their purpose is to steer society and do all that. So, like I said, the the example with uh, just the popularity of uh, well, transgenders as well, and then and, and homosexuality, it's just become a lot more prevalent, a lot more open. Maybe it's always been you know that many people felt that way and and swung that way or whatever, but now it's just more uh, cool with society to talk about it. But it happened over the years, and now it's 2020. It's a lot different now than it was in the 80s or the 90s. So the way they change that is through Hollywood. It's not like people have changed 
you know, it's not like we've evolved past that. It's just we've been conditioned to accept it. Whether or not that's a good thing is is your own opinion and and that doesn't matter, but I'm just giving you an example of how you can manipulate the thought processes uh, of the public. And uh, basically the way we think about everything, uh, our opinions, um, what we think about history and what is going on in the world, politics and things like that, is a result of what we've been trained to think. Schooling is is a big part of our training as well our education it's just more like indoctrination that's exactly what it is we there are talking points and and things that we're meant to believe in uh, the big thing that kids are getting brainwashed into now is climate change there's so much climate change fucking propaganda in school now it, it's pathetic and it it sucks man because there are these kids who really think that the world is going to end they think that we're going to like drown because all the ice is going to melt and the oceans are going to rise and and we're just, everybody's doomed and we need to stop driving our cars and we need to stop flying in airplanes. Everybody just needs to ride bikes and we can't burn coal anymore. We have to get windmills and, and things like that. But it's just all fear and, and propaganda that's been brainwashed into you. And you can dissect the climate change argument. Many people have, many notable scientists, and explain why it's bullshit. But... It's still, it's just, if your kid is in public school, they're being indoctrinated with this and they really believe in it because they're being told by an authority figure, their teacher, who they spend more time with than they do you, the parents, because you're out, you got to work for a living and, and got to bring home the bacon. So you send your child to a state funded indoctrination center, which is headed by this teacher. Uh, and the teachers just as brainwashed as anyone else in 99% of the cases. I look back on my own teachers, and and I can't think of many bright ones. There were some good teachers who taught you good things, but more and more teachers are becoming younger and younger. It's mostly young women who do these jobs and young men. They're mostly very liberal and very brainwashed. So these are the people teaching your children about reality, and all they're doing is downloading them with with this useless trivia that is conditioning them to accept the control system which has long been um, in the process of becoming reality. And we're in like the final stages of it. It's the technotronic era where it's a global governance system, which is what the New World Order is. And just, you know, there's no more nationalism, no more independent countries. Everybody is on under one system. And it's it's a fascist system in a way, but it's also more kind of like communist, uh, whatever label you want to put on it. But global warming and climate change is a huge part of getting the system implemented. And the concept behind it is to have global laws in order to save the world from fucking destroying itself by burning these fossil fuels, which don't even come from fossils, but that's another story. Um, So it's important to train the youth to believe in this because if they don't believe in this climate change, global warming thing, and they actually knew the truth of what was happening about weather modification, about geoengineering, about how weather can be controlled and manipulated and how they're spraying all this shit into the sky and, and totally manipulating the climate, you know, it's a, it is, there is man-made climate change, but it's because of the military 
and the military industrial complex and these rich, powerful people who have the technology to manipulate the weather. Because the weather system and, and the way storms work, it's all a scientific process. And this is analyzed heavily during the, the mid-1900s, early 1900s, and it was mastered around that time as well. Now, at this point in the 21st century, 2020, and long before this too, they have a worldwide network of electronic apparatus uh, which can be used to steer and control storm systems. They're constantly seeding the clouds. They can also make, and that will create clouds, which you can steer with um, ionosphere heaters, things like HARP. HARP was a research center in Gakona, Alaska, I believe it was. And it is an array of antennas which beams an energy beam. Um, and it's called the ionosphere heater into a uh, part of the atmosphere called the ionosphere which is then reflected back down to the earth and you can manipulate these particles in the atmosphere and you could steer storm storm systems, create high-pressure systems or low-pressure systems and basically direct clouds and create precipitation. You can create condensation as well and just control the whole fucking weather so you can make hurricanes, make fucking volcanoes explode. Uh, Nikola Tesla was very instrumental in developing this technology and something called scalar waves, which is the type of wavelength that these sorts of devices employ in their weather modification stuff. So very far out there, crazy type shit. Uh, They will never teach you about this in school, at least not at this point. Maybe if you're in the right classes and you're training to be somebody who actually does this, they will come out with the truth. But the vast majority of people will be left in the dark and taught to believe that the funky weather that we have and that the lines in the sky are completely normal and this weird weather is just a result of us driving cars and and things like that. So it's a crazy system we live in. And once you start to realize the truth and breaking through your indoctrination, you have that Neo-type moment where you just realize that everything you know and everything you've been taught is completely wrong. And you, you you finally break out of it. And then you try to tell people about it and discuss these types of issues with them. Uh, you realize how pervasive this, this thought control system really is. And how it's just the standard for most people. Most people will never break out of it. It's just they don't have it in them. Uh, they're too deeply involved in the matrix there it's too real to them they really think that this this world is all there is and that conspiracies do not exist which of course is ridiculous people conspire all the time it is natural and normal for people to get together and secretly plan something that's what a business is i conspire to sell people cars five days a week uh But people have a hard time accepting that those in control of the world have been lying to them and that they actually do have nefarious intentions because they can't identify with that type of personality. They're they're not like that. Most people are good. Most people are friendly and they they want the best for other people. And they're just they're just good, decent people. Now, there's a small segment of the population who is not good. They're psychopaths, and they want to control everybody else. It's not a lot of people, but 
I'm sure you have met these type of people throughout your life. And some of them are pretty smart. And they know what they're doing. They're manipulative. And these are the type of people who control the world. It just so happens that they have a lot of money. They're born into these royal lineages and have been put into the position to, you know, be influential and and be part of this control system. And they don't feel bad about it because they don't relate to us. Their lifestyle is something inconceivable to us. And our life is inconceivable to them. They don't go to Walmart and go shopping and buy their groceries and and go to the gas station and, and do these normal things that you and I do or work nine to five and and have to live in the real world. They live in something that is unfathomable to us. They they have servants, they have drivers, they have helicopters and who knows what else, you know, like underground bases, private islands. We know they have private islands and what do they do on those private islands? They rape kids. They do pedophile stuff, and weird shit like Jeffrey Epstein. So this is the the people in control of the world and the billionaires, the the very, very, very rich class, even above the billionaires, and there's trillionaires as well, just they're not going to be on the Forbes list because they're more secretive than that. Uh, the people who print the money and stuff own the banks. They're, they just live a life that is not relatable to us same with politicians and shit like they just don't they don't give a fuck about you and most people are have a difficult time accepting that or believing that that this big of a conspiracy could exist but it does motherfuckers is conspiring and it's pretty crazy but you know there have been people in these organizations in high-level positions in these organizations, things like the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, the Bilderberg Group, even Department of Defense. And one of these people is the Zbigniew Brzezinski. He was he was a fucking big shot, man. He was very instrumental in creating much of the policies of the world. And he would be advisors to presidents and, and governments. And he wrote a book in the 1970s called Between Two Ages, which was talking about the coming technotronic era. And what the tech what the technocracy is is a world controlled by technology and by computers and data collection and not only that but being able to technologically control the minds and and the brains of people on a massive scale because they had this technology back in the 1950s. Dr. Jose Delgado of, I think he went to Harvard, uh, he experimented with putting in implantable transponders, little antennas into certain parts of the brain and then stimulating those uh, receivers with electronic pulses that would trigger different parts of the brain that corresponded to different actions and feelings and moods and he, put, he did it with a bull. There was a famous bull experiment where he put a stimoceiver, which is what his device was called, and it's a little antenna, and you put it in a special part of the brain, like drill through the skull and put a little fucking wire in there. And then he had a remote control, and then he had the bull rush toward him, and then he pushed the button, and then the bull just stopped dead in his tracks. And that's because when he pushed the button, it uh, transmitted a signal, which then went into the little antenna in his brain, and made the bull fucking stop what he was doing because he just, a part of his brain has been triggered. And that's just the way it works. Uh, we are electrical beings. Our thoughts occur at electrical wavelengths. 
And when you broadcast that same wavelength, that same frequency, it activates that part of the brain and causes you to do whatever that part of the brain tells you to do. Because different areas of the brain cause us to act different ways. Like there's, it's fucking crazy. (laughs) But this is well understood. The brain has been mapped. Um, What do you think they're doing all these tests on monkeys and shit for? It's to study, everything comes down to controlling human beings. And that's why so much money is spent on research into the human brain. Uh, And they have since made it possible to do this wirelessly. You don't have to actually put a little antenna in somebody's head anymore. You could just do it completely wirelessly, like Wi-Fi. See, everybody's wavelength is unique, and just like our DNA is unique. So you can actually figure out somebody's fucking wavelength of their brain and then specifically target them. They have satellites. They could do it via satellites. Uh, the 5G system, I think, is is an implementation that's being set up uh, which is aimed at doing that and just completely controlling the masses through wireless uh, mind control type of technology. Now, how often this gets employed? or Are we under it right now? I would say probably. I would say there's definitely times where it has been used. I mean, it's documented that this type of technology has been used in warfare in places like Desert Storm and Iraq over there. And... um, they can do a lot with this. There's targeted individuals who get harassed by this type of technology. Maybe they're just, you know, maybe they've spoken out about the wrong thing and tried to expose it and now they get fucked with for that. There's a lot of that in the truth community. People coming out talking about being harassed by this type of technology. And it's fucked up and it does exist. And it's just a matter of when they want to use it and what they're going to do with it, you know? And Zbigniew Brzezinski wrote a book about this, talking about how they're going to use this type of technology to control the masses. See, it's one thing to, like, be making this up, like I'm just some crazy person and I I think this is happening. Like, I wish that was the case, but it's not. Like, the people in control of the government, the people who control the governments above the governments, like above the politicians, these career world leaders that are actually in the shadows, but they're advising the president. See, the president gets changed out every few years, and he's just a puppet to begin with. Meanwhile, this system, this larger system, this global system has been underway, and it, it's going to keep on going no matter what. The president's a fucking puppet. He's, it doesn't matter who's up there. They give us the illusion of choice, you know, Republican, Democrat, or whatever it is in whatever part of the world you live in, but they're just, they don't really do anything. They're there, it's for the show, it's for, to have someone to blame. This whole thing is an act. Meanwhile, there are people above them who have an agenda. They have it all written out, and they have a plan for the world, and they plan it over 50 years, over 100 years. And they're very patient, and they have incredible amount of funding. They have all of the money. And they have written down what they want to do and how they're going to do it. And you could read this book called Between Two Ages, written in 1970 by Zbigniew Brzezinski. And he talks about what they're going to do to the world and, and what the goals of this these organizations are. Things like the Council on Foreign Relations and the Bilderberg Group. And they have no shame in admitting that 
they are above the rest of the people. They're not normal people. They consider us to be sheep, to be expendable, to, you know, we can be cold. We can be murdered. They plan to get rid of us, man. And after they get rid of us, what are they just, they could just fucking replace us with robots and shit, have robots do all the work. Then you probably have to keep a few of us around, you know, just to keep shit running smooth. But uh, their plan is to become fucking robots themselves, transhumans, where parts of them are robotic and then some of them is human or they just go completely robotic. I don't know exactly where they're at right now with that, but they want to live forever and just fucking be evil demons. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. But yeah, man, Zbigniew Brzezinski straight up writes a book about how the technology exists to manipulate human consciousness on a massive scale wirelessly through electromagnetic waves. And he was like the leader of the fucking world. <laughs> I think he was an advisor. Let me look it up. Exactly his uh, fucking credentials here. It's a very strange name. Like, just how you say it. It's Zbigniew Brzezinski. And uh, let's see. He was a Polish-American diplomat and political scientist. He served... (coughs) Excuse me. Well, let's just... Let's get the whole lowdown on on good old Zbigniew. Uh, he was born on March 28th, uh, 1928, died on May 26, 2017. He was a Polish-American diplomat and political scientist who served as a counselor to Lyndon Johnson, President Lyndon Johnson, from 66 to 68. And he was President Jimmy Carter's national security advisor. Uh, Brzezinski belonged to the Realist School of International Relations, standing in the geopolitical tradition of Halford McKinder, uh, he was also the primary organization of the Trilateral Commission, haha, which was founded by David Rockefeller. Of course, Rockefeller being you know one of the richest guys in the whole world. See, this is the people who really control the world. You have these billionaire, even trillionaire type of people like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, and then they fund these uh, NGOs, these non-governmental organizations, which are called like their think tanks is another word for them. And they have all the money, and then they get, like, the smartest people together, and they all have to be on board with the agenda. They all want to, like, kill everybody and fucking control them and (laughs) do all this fucked up shit. And then they write up the laws for governments, and then they plan things on a global scale, and they advise to, to all governments of the world, and they're really the ones pulling the strings. So Brzezinski was a dude who was all up in that shit, It says, major foreign policy events during his time in office included the normalization of relations with the People's Republic of China. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it just tells you that this is Wikipedia, so they're not going to go deep into what the motherfucker was really doing. Uh, But what I'm trying to say is the guy was deep up there in the controlling of the world type of circles and he wrote a book called between two ages where he comes out and says that the people of the world are just sheep and they're meant to be controlled and if we have to use some technology to do that then we most definitely will and it does exist and there are people who spend their whole lives developing this kind of stuff and they're very well-funded organizations colleges and and things like that And that's their job, is to figure out how to control the world and how to develop this type of technology. 
Now, not everyone is on board with that. Not every scientist who works on this kind of stuff, that's not everyone's goal, but that's what it gets used as. You know, you could have some guy thinking that he's developing some technology to help deaf people hear. And he's going to change the world and, and better all of these people's lives, and that's his ultimate intention. But then it gets bought up by DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, which is a branch of the Pentagon, and then it gets put under wraps, and he's never able to reveal this type of technology. Instead, it gets used to create voice-to-skull technology, and they're just harassing people and making school shooters and shit and, like, brainwashing people to do horrific stuff to further their world fucking agenda. And that's really how the world works, folks. It is not very awesome. And when you talk about this kind of stuff, it's not going to make you any friends either. It's, it's a lonely road, man, when you know about this kind of stuff. Because most people are involved in the system. They believe in it. There's some people who can see through it. But most people just, it's inconceivable to them to think that the world is really ran like that. It's depressing. Most people don't want to believe it. It's cognitive dissonance. They put up a block in their mind and they refuse to accept it. They just want to believe in the world. But people who think, curious people who actually look into the truth will find that it is not what it seems. Things are just much different. But in a way, it's better too. You know, would you rather know the truth or would you rather just believe in this false system and and just be totally blind, just wandering around blind? I don't want to be like that. I'd rather, you know, know what's going on. So, you know, it's up to you whether or not you want to look into this kind of stuff. And if you found this podcast and that's your intention, you want to kind of figure out what's going on, then props to you. I am happy to share with you what I know. I might It might not be as elegantly explained as some other people, but I'm trying. I'm just kind of freestyling this and, and talking about things that I think about. And one thing that I've been thinking about lately, uh, especially being in the line of work that I'm in and just going around and and talking to people and going out on the town and to bars and stores and just the normal things that you do as a person. (laughs) You learn things about the country that you're in. And obviously I'm in the United States. I live in Carson City, Nevada. And uh, it's it's not a big town. It's like 50,000 people. But I compare it to places I went in, like in Asia, in Thailand, in Cambodia, in in Indonesia. And just, it's so much different. We're so much different as people, too. It's not just the the scenery that's different in the languages. It's the philosophy and, and the religion as well. America is spiritually dead, in my opinion. We're not very religious people anymore. Most people don't even believe in God. I would venture out to say that. I haven't seen statistics on it, but you don't hear people talk about it much. There's some people who are like spiritual, and there are a fair amount of Christians and and things like that and different faiths, uh, Muslims and Jewish people and whatnot. 
Catholics. There's all kinds of religions. But it's less and less common. And it's like less cool. Most people just believe in science. Whatever that means. I just, I've heard people say that too. They're like, I don't believe in religion. I believe in science. I don't believe in God. I believe in science. And that's pretty depressing. And you don't have to believe in God. You can be an atheist. You can be whatever. But there is something more going on. There is a spiritual side of existence and some weird stuff that's going on. And that's why religion exists. It's a, an attempt at explaining this and getting somebody to know that side of themselves, like the the spiritual side, the deeper aspects of life. And I think that's important for people to be open to that kind of stuff and not just have a strictly materialistic view on life. I, th- I think that's unhealthy because it's a fact that the spiritual aspect to reality exists And if you're completely blind to that and you have no focus on it whatsoever and you're just materialistic and all you care about is appearances and and stuff like that and money and 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 things like that, then it's just a shallow existence. I think we're meant to live deeper lives and and focus on other stuff than just what you look like. But that's it seems like that's mostly what people care about is just very shallow, low stuff in America. And it sucks to fucking say that about your country. Like, I love America. It's cool. I fucking grew up here. It's a nice country. It's beautiful. Uh, We're very privileged to have the opportunities to do what we do. A lot of people around the world don't enjoy what we enjoy. They don't have a proper infrastructure. They don't have clean water. People dying of diseases, wars and shit, which you know, a lot of time America is involved in, sending them guns or blowing shit up ourselves, whatever. Won't get into that and just talk about normal shit. Uh, <laughs> but it seems like we are not, it seems like we're just misled in what we value and the way we treat each other. It's like everyone's trying to, it's not like we're trying to live together or with each other. It's like we're in competition and battling against each other. I don't see much unity. And I feel like if we're more spiritual and more open to that aspect of ourselves and we understood like God and what and what these religions are trying to get through to us. Now, religion has been used as a control mechanism for a long time. And I think science is an adapted version of religion. Science is another religion. It's just there's no God. Like there's nothing, there's no consequence for your actions. There's nobody watching and you won't have to pay for anything when you die and nothing is real. So therefore, let's just, you know, try to get all the money you can before you die so you can live in a nice house and be slightly comfortable and get a lot of pussy and fuck some some good looking bitches. You got to work out too. Got to have some abs and some muscles. Um, and that's all that matters. And then you die. And everything was meaningless. You had no purpose. It, and fucking then you're gone. And you shouldn't start a family. Families don't matter. In fact, families are bad. Because if you start a family, according to science, you're going to kill the world because your child is going to consume resources. Uh, they might even drive a car and fucking make the globe warm. They're going to globally warm some shit through their fossil fuel consumption. And uh, that's bad. So we shouldn't reproduce. We shouldn't fall in love. We shouldn't have a lifelong partner and and build a family and shit because that's bad for the world. And that's basically what science tells us in a nutshell. 
And that's not a very humane system. No wonder we're in the position that we're in. And no wonder people are such dicks and fucking douchebags. I mean, I meet so many fucking douchebags in the car business. And I realize a lot of car salesmen are douchebags. Maybe I'm just a dick. But I'm pretty friendly, man. And I'm pretty, like, easy to deal with. I'm not trying to fuck you on a car deal or whatever. But, like, I don't know. It's just crazy thinking about what people value and just hearing them talk. And some people are just so rude. And they're fucking assholes. It's like, fuck off, brah. But I think that's a result of just because we're spiritually dead. We don't understand what's really happening. And in my opinion, I think we're all, you know, we're meant to live this life and, and experience things and and hopefully become a better person. And the way we're graded on that is how we treat each other. And that's why you should treat each other good and not be a dick. But the system we live in makes that very difficult because we're taught to worship celebrities. You know, in in certain religions, they're taught to help those who are less fortunate and give back to them. And you don't have to make a public display of it. You're just doing it because it's the right thing to do. And because you're doing it for God. You're doing it for yourself because you are God. That's what I think. And there, there is a deeper spiritual thing, and we're all connected to, to each other. So when my fellow human being is suffering, that means that I have to help him. And and I'm obligated to do that because that's a part, that's me, almost in a way. I mean, we're not the same person, but we are. We're connected in this. We're all in this together. All the animals and fucking everything. We're all spiritually connected. It's all one. It's all one thing, and I think that's what all of the the great religions and the ancient religions going back, way the fuck back, um, I think that's what that means, and that's what's going on. So we're supposed to help one each other, and we're supposed to be good to one another because life is hard. We're all fighting a battle. We're all going through our own personal stuff. So you have to remember that even when you're having a bad time and going through something negative, it, you got to like snap yourself out of it or, or something or try to and still be good to the people around you. I think that's the what we really should be doing. Now, does that always happen? And has that always been the case throughout history? Of course not. But I feel like the system we live in now, this particular system, which is based on money, everything has a dollar value. Our whole existence is nothing but a monetary fucking like a financial transaction. If you're not producing and you're not, you know, generating wealth, then the system shits on you. You just don't matter. And nobody cares about the homeless. I mean, very few people will look at the homeless respectfully. And yeah, there are undesirable traits about certain bums and shit. Like they're doing drugs and they don't look good. They smell. <laughs> which is fucked up and obviously they they're down on their luck made some bad decisions not that they're not all bad people but the thing is like we don't care about them most people don't give a fuck it's, let's just be honest with each other we care more about like dogs and puppies and stuff than we do about other people think about that we really do we care more about puppies and cats and even cows, like people go to great distances to protect cows. 
and the, the whole vegan movement and things like that, which is brainwashing to us as well. Uh, sorry if you're vegan, there, but there is some like kind of brainwashy type stuff going on with this, these type of things, and we don't care about like our own brothers, man, or our own brothers and sisters, other people, um, because they're poor. Meanwhile. We will worship these celebrities who do absolutely nothing for us. They entertain us, and they they play a person who they're not on a on a screen, and they they're completely fake. They act. That's what acting is. Acting is being fake and and pretending to be something that you're not. But we worship these people and we love them. And same with musicians. They're just like they're unbelievable people. People fucking cried when Kobe Bryant died. Like they legitimately cried. I don't know why, but I, I mean, I guess I do know why because they they loved him for the way he played basketball, and this is these are the type of people that our system adores, and they train us to love these people. I'm not saying Kobe Bryant was a terrible guy; he did rape that chick, which is probably pretty fucked up. Who knows what else they really did? Honestly, these type of people. He was a great basketball player. I'll admit that. Is he worth crying over? Like, I don't know. And there are a lot of people who think the whole Kobe Bryant thing was like a sacrifice meant to shock the public consciousness. There's a lot of gematria numbers that are involved in that and people who will go through and decipher celebrity deaths. And they're just all part of this big show meant to like fuck with us and just, I don't know. I think there's some validity to that, honestly. I think a lot of celebrities do get killed for whatever reason, whether it's financial you know, if you get killed and you're an artist, your your artwork is immediately worth a lot more money than it was right before you died. So they could be doing that and just making money off of their, um, you know, sales and stuff. Or they could just be trying to fuck with the world and do some events to just shock us. And it's all part of some ritual. I don't know. But what I, all I'm trying to say is that you look around and what we value and what we do and how most people talk and what what they're trying to do, like just the prevalence of partying and stuff, which I party. I, I love that shit, you know? Go hang out with your friends, have a good time, do all that. But I think there's a lot of us who live primarily for that. Be- and, it's, and it's a form of escapism. You're running away from something because reality, there's something wrong with reality. When you constantly have to be influenced by a substance and you have to be just always uh, bombarded with something like, th- we have this phobia of silence. To just sit somewhere in complete silence and and just be there with yourself, people can't do that. There's like a fear of that in most people. And it's a psychological condition, and it's because we're so used to being bombarded with information constantly that we're just afraid to sit down and and be with ourselves because we don't know ourselves. And if we did look inward and try to figure out why we feel about what we feel, <laughs> uh, then we would realize that this system that we live in is completely fake. And that you have been brainwashed your whole life. But, but it takes somebody explaining that to you and, and you having an open mind and you being mature enough and willing to accept the facts for what they are. And most people just aren't. Most people will constantly 
be stuck in this this false reality for their whole entire lives. And then when somebody does come up to them and, and say something different and try to open their mind to what's really going on, then they get demonized and they get angry at this person. That person will be demonized. And that's just what happens. And most people will never break out of it. So it's a it's a spiritual problem, it's an emotional problem, and it's it's an intelligence issue as well. Many different things contributing to this and and it's very depressing. And like that's why I said earlier, you don't make many friends when this is you know your goal in life or when you're conscious of this and you are outspoken about it, which you should be if you come to realize what's going on. There are different ways of going about it. Some people can be a little abrasive and kind of dicks when they're when they're explaining this type of thing, which that could be me sometimes. I know I've pissed some people off trying to well talking to them about issues like chemtrails or something like that. In fact, I was at, I was at the bar this weekend talking to a guy about that, and <laughs> he just got so mad, dude. I don't even know how we got to the the topic of conversation, but this has happened to me multiple times because there's some people who know that I you know, have researched this and and I'm pretty active in the community, I guess, of trying to get people to realize that this is happening. And I, but there's so, I think it's still a majority of people won't even entertain the notion. Well, they, they haven't looked into it. They don't know what's going on, but they act like they do. And they just think that anybody who believes in that, as if it's a matter of faith and not fact that it's actually happening, it's right in front of your face. You can literally watch it like, every day where I live and you could like you could be arguing about someone you can be arguing with this about somebody and then right above you it's happening like this is how this is how deep the mind control is where people won't believe what they're seeing with their own eyes and they won't intelligently analyze something even smart people relatively you know people with probably a decently high IQ um they just can't accept it because they're so deeply ingrained to the society that uh, and if this was real then an authority figure would have told them by now because they're operating under the impression that the system they live in cares about their existence and is looking out for their best interests and that's not the truth at all it's simply not the case and they have a tough time believing that and, and accepting that because it shatters their perception of reality and it's a bad feeling and most people aren't strong enough to deal with that and they're not open-minded enough and and intelligent enough to entertain that even being a possibility to the extent where they'll go and research it and try to figure out what's actually going on. Most people will never do that. They just depend on an external source to give them their information, and this information has to be given to them by an authority figure. It has to be given to them by someone like wearing a suit and you know somebody on the television or a celebrity these people that we've been trained to look for uh to be guided by you know what i'm saying so when another just regular person tries to open your mind to this and, and get you to look at this type of stuff they won't accept it because it's just somebody else would have told somebody smarter than you you're not smart who the fuck are you you're just some normal guy like me and i'm a fucking idiot too so Somebody smarter than you and I would have explained this to me by now if it mattered to me. And if somebody hasn't, if somebody like that hasn't told me about it yet, like my teacher or my uh, preacher or my fucking newscaster, or my favorite celebrity, then obviously it's not true. 
So that's the way we've been trained to think about stuff. And when it's your mission to like try to wake people up to like that kind of stuff, um, people just hate you. <laughs> it's true. But the few people who you do get through to appreciate it. And if you're one of these people who who feels like that, like you're that guy, then I feel for you because being that guy sucks. <laughs> but somebody's got to do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, it's important to know what's really going on. And I think we're meant to, you know, our purpose on this earth is to learn about ourselves, about the world around us, and hopefully make this place a better place. And, uh, you know, part of that is learning some, you know, what's going on. There are plenty of books out there that will explain to you the system that we live in and and how things are going. And there's just so much that doesn't get discussed in the mainstream media. What are they talking about right now in the mainstream media? It's all about, like, the presidential election. And it's amazing to me how many people actually still believe in in elections and presidents. And they go out and vote as if as if this person is going to help you in any fucking way, shape, or form. They're not. They're not going to help you. This person isn't going to come save you. But this has to do with with Hollywood as well and with with fictional movies because we've been trained that if there's a an evil villain or there's a threat somebody is like Batman's going to fucking swoop down and save us all. He's looking out for us. This powerful guy with these superpowers is going to somehow appear and and then they're going to change everything and save everyone. You see like you have to look at stuff in this way because that's why these movies are really there. And that this whole story of of the superman or the um the hero the hero tale we really want to believe in that and think that a hero is going to come save us and politicians feed on that that's why they tell us what we want to hear so we'll believe in them then we vote for them and then what happens the same shit as ever the agenda continues to roll out the agenda that people like zibig new brzezinski uh drew out for us long ago and, you know, they plotted it all out and told us what we were going to do. And it doesn't matter who gets into office because anybody who gets into office is already on board with this agenda. You don't, you don't get the opportunity to even run in the race if you're not part of this gang and part of this, this society uh, which is controlling the public. They're all just actors, man. They even get trained by actors on how to respond to questions and how to talk and how to look and seem like they're being sincere. It's all a show. So it's it, to me, it's sad when people actually believe in like, I don't know, fucking Bernie Sanders or whoever, whoever you like, Donald Trump. They're all just terrible people. They're fucking tricking you. They're lying to you. They do not care about you. And they're not going to save you. I hate to be that guy. But you can't fix, nobody's going to change the system from within. And anybody who does try gets killed. And that might be a little depressing, but I mean, it's just a fact. That's That's how it works, man. So it's just sad to see people, it's like you're a little kid. Think about the way the government works. So you have this entity, this organization, which they say they're there to protect you, but then they they'll kill you. They have the right to kill you, 
if you say something to them or if you seem like you're threatening to them, they have an authority on force, an authority on violence. Like if I were to kill somebody, it would be bad. If, you know, if I were to threaten a cop, he could kill me. But if a cop threatens to kill me, that's fine. And even if he does kill me, you know, that, that's totally fine. And the only way that this entity can exist is through my money. So I have to pay them to threaten me. But they tell me that they're protecting me. So they created these laws that are meant to help me. And if I break one of these laws, then I have to give them more money. And if I don't give them more money, then I get taken to jail. I get held against my will in some cell. And, you know, my life is over. My freedom is gone. I don't deserve any freedom if I go against this system. So that's a pretty high, that's a pretty, you know, (laughs) crazy like status to occupy where you the government threatens you they extort you they steal from you they take your money and that's the way they sustain themselves and you know it's it's this massive organization which is just parasitic it it depends on feeding off of the public and stealing money from your labor because all wealth is generated through labor it comes from work and this this government system is just they don't do any work they don't they don't like generate anything. They just steal from you and they that's how they subsist. And then they can redistribute that wealth however they see fit. But without the public and without people actually working and, and producing things and uh, keeping the economy going, the government would not exist. And what does the government do in exchange for that? They fuck you up more and extort you more. And if you don't give them your money, you get arrested and you get thrown in jail. And the reason why is because they're trying to protect you. So you see how this is like a, it doesn't really make sense if you think about it logically. The the government is just a control system. They're meant to keep everybody in check. Um, And then every four years or every two years, you get to vote for the person who steals money from you. (laughs) And they, they, they put out like a couple options. You have a couple people to choose from and then they tell you that you have choice and that your vote matters and what you think matters and they're they're there to represent you. And then you get to choose from like a couple people. Out of 350 million, there's only a couple people every year and it's always the same people or, or, you know, they're all part of the same groups that went to the same school or was in the same secret society or Freemason society or whatever. And these are the people you get to choose from. And then they, everybody says every time that they're going to change something, that they're on your side. They're going to help you. They're going to change the world. Everything's going to be better. You're going to get free shit. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. I'm not like the other guy. Meanwhile, they, what do you think they're doing later that night? They're fucking having drinks at the, at the fucking bar with this guy. Cocktails. Well, I'm probably raping kids or whatever they do. I don't know. But <laughs> the, what I'm trying to say is they're, they're all part of the same gang. They're playing a role they're just actors and there are people behind them they have their own bosses too and they're there to serve a purpose and they know exactly what they can and can't say and they don't care about you and i just think it's sad when people actually believe in it it's like it's like believing in santa claus or something and you're in a you're a grown-ass adult it's like dude you still believe in that shit you believe in the easter bunny too i don't know man but most people will never break out of that that thought process and realize what's really happening until it's too late. And I think it might already be too late. But all you can do is try to enjoy your life 
Um, accept it for what it is. Learn as much as you can and try to help people who want to be helped and and get them to understand what's happening and do your best to to leave a positive impact on this world and just be everything you can be. The reality of the system in which we live might be very depressing, but I think the the ultimate, you know, the bigger thing, life itself, is something that's pretty magnificent. And we can withstand an incredible amount of suffering, us as human beings, and and keep on trucking. So everything is momentary. You just got to get through it and find a way of coping with it and make the most of it. You can't be sad all the time. Just because you know the truth about the world doesn't mean you got to be all sad and shit. <laughs> you got to be strong, though. And that's why people like us, um, people who think about this kind of stuff, got to stick together, reach out, be there for each other, and uh, hope, share share meaningful content and and just let each other know that we exist. And that's what the internet has been so great for is connecting these type of people. I meant to talk about internet censorship on this one and and how that sucks. <laughs> the, because the internet was, it was a game changer, man. I mean, it was created by the government for data collection and, and things like that to, to deeply, more deeply control us, but it also like backfired. It let, it, it let everyone connect with each other and share information and ideas. And, you know, we've learned so much, so much of what, we know about the world is because of the internet. And it is an incredible thing. And, you know, platforms like YouTube, where anybody could put a video on it, and then it could be seen by everyone. That's incredible. Now, obviously, YouTube's been bought out by Google and Facebook and all this shit. And uh, same with, like, Instagram and most of these big platforms. And they're being... They're being monitored. Things are being censored. My shit gets censored. Like my video, Digital Clouds. Um, You can't find it anymore. Like you type in Digital Clouds, it has a hundred and something thousand views. And it's the only thing, you know, with that many views that um, has that title. But it's like on like the fifth page. So they're censoring us. And they're making it so it's harder and harder to find alternative interpretations of what's going on. Like, I remember when YouTube was relatively young, whenever there was a shooting, uh, like a mass shooting, something like Sandy Hook. And this is, after Sandy Hook is when everything changed. They they came out publicly, newscasters and stuff, came out saying that we should censor this type of information. Anybody who believes Sandy Hook could have been a hoax or that anything we said could have been a lie and anybody who tries to look at it differently than the mainstream narrative is pretty much equivalent to a terrorist. They're dangerous to this country. They're just as bad as the guy who went and shot up the school and we need to shut them down. So ever since that event, it's been harder and harder to find uh, alternative information. And they're going to try to censor us and make it so we can't talk about this kind of stuff. Eventually, it'll be like a thought crime. You, you might have someone run up in your house fucking take you away, dude. Like in like V for Vendetta or some shit. It's happened before. And they're trying to demonize anybody who thinks differently about the world. And the internet, now that we're so like dependent on the internet and everybody has social media and everybody knows what each other is doing all the time and they're going to start implementing this social credit thing 
where if you talk about, like, say you made a post about 9-11 or a post about chemtrails or geoengineering or talk, you talked about Sandy Hook, that will make it so you can't, like, rent a house or, or nobody will want to hang out with you because your social credit score will go down. So you're, you're more of a risk to the landlord or you can't get an Uber or you can't go to the bar. You can't, like, go to the grocery store. So you just be publicly shamed. And then people can't even hang out with you because if they hang out with you, then their score will go down. And this is the society that we're heading towards. And that's what the technocracy is. And public shaming is going to become a big thing about with this type of stuff. So, you know, we could be the last of a dying breed here. People who talk about this kind of stuff publicly and, and have uh, are, are working to get this type of information out. I don't know how long this will last. Uh, the freedom of speech. You know, they're, they're just going to make it so... It's so unpopular to talk about this kind of stuff that it would just be like social suicide. And then when you're dependent on a social credit system, then, then you're fucked. It doesn't pay to think. And you see it with music, like with my music... Um, you just get censored, man. Like, they, they don't want your shit to get out there. And they, I guess it's cool. Like, they're threatened by it. Um, They're afraid if people, you know, did learn about this information, then uh, things would change and their plan would get fucked up. So, in a way, it's a compliment being censored. But at the same time, fuck them. You know, fuck this whole system. And, you know, they're not going to stop me. I'm going to keep doing my shit no matter what, dude. Keep talking about this stuff because it's important. And somebody's got to do it. And I'm not afraid. So most people are afraid. Most people are pussies and cowards. And they're afraid to be different. They don't want to be ostracized. And which is natural. It goes back to our primal urges. You don't want to be thrown. Like if you do something against the village or you act differently or you're weird, then you would get banished. You'd be like, they'd make you, send you out to the forest and you just can never come back and you get like eaten by an animal or something. People don't like that. And we still have that, that fear within us. And the power of social approval is incredibly real. People don't want to be different. So everyone acts the same. And the minute you show that you think differently about something, you're going to be ostracized and people are going to dislike you. Now, I think, you know, the truth is the truth, and you got to say it, no matter how uncomfortable it is. So that's what I'm here doing. That's what Knowledge with Homage is all about, talking about the things that people don't normally talk about, and this is for open-minded individuals who, who are down with this kind of stuff and want to hear me ramble for an hour and a half or however long I've been doing this. Uh, I'm just freestyling, son, off the top. But I think now is about the time that I got out of here. So thank you, everybody, for listening. It has been a pleasure. Stay strong out there. Be cool. Love each other. And I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, two, one, two. It's all face. Hey, yo, Dick. You ready? You already know, man. Yo, man. right there. My new name's Zar Bonzarelli. When you see me, you just call me Zar Bonzarelli. Yeah, let's go. Tech.
test me or run upside your head like Jet Lee. So raw, so pure, call it fresh squeeze. On the tail, more than Rex Reed. That he's something like the FDA. How I check cheese. I reach quota, black ops, elite soldier. Move undercover through NY, Malik Yoba. G coder, beast motor, never cease motor. Machine gun rap, clapping till the beat's over. Zar Fonzarelli, so cool, he tossed a quarter in the jukebox from across the room. And what I spit upon tune takes over your mind. The rhyme is like Victor Von Doom from the womb to the tomb. The boom bat ritual, not the typical. Bullshit that you listen to with principle Hip-hop, that's what you call this With more bars than Mardi Gras and Orleans You think you were czar? <laughs> Face it I've seen a lot of things from New York to Boston, buddy But nothing yo, like yo. this my past is darker than the blackest magic marker In the hands of Clive Barker When he's crafting books of blood Yet I attack it harder I'm Pat Tanaka My sparring partner's half a Sparta My sack is larger I crack apart and empty like an Iron Man toy With plastic armor I'm the rap Chewbacca Get my point across like cockeyed the Archer You ain't running shit like Capcourt games You up for more fame It makes me say why like the J.M. Bjork's name Look at you and look at me You look like a shook MC Only time you load the clips is when you put in push your teeth Kill him, drill him, grill him I'm a villain, I'm like Leatherface You never say the that's a race of invaders in space Come and devastate my rebel base But I will sink them in the ocean With one motion of my hand And track you down like a stand Smack you down, that's the plan Beat you to your brains hollow Like a moving van I'm superhuman and I prove it again and again Swinging limbs like it's sink or swim These rappers set the bar low Like Peter Dinklage at the gym I'm Michelangelo, I'm mutagen Hooligan, you're a terrapin A shell of yourself You brag about that metal in your hand That's a kettlebell for your health I'm about to buckle down Like I pull a belt from the shelf Hey yo, bring that We can do it one of one even and let the chips fall where they may let my son eat in <laughs> careful my friend your claws are sharp sometimes you do not realize your own strength here Yo, yo, multi black frames, 80s era crack pains, high smack veins, I snatch chains, I lack brains, hijack planes, under siege like you ride in Casey, ride back trains, my rap brains like G rap canes, mind manipulated, brain dead, spoon fed public, might as well rip off your head and put your brain in your stomach. Genghis Khan, modern Mongol on your block, conquering, get every suburban hot soccer mom, cock goblin, I'm the white living in the cave, Protestant, I'm not the winner, opposite of white, woolly hair and bronze copper skin, with just one rhyme, I entertain the death. Dumb blind, I'm clever with my words like a Lord Finesse punchline. Fight quick, bloody butcher knife and the ice pick. Put a cop testicles in the vice whip and sodomize him with his nightstick. Strike quick, beat the white chick with my white dick. Gas you up like the whip that they beat twice with. No enlightening, stay partisan. Fighting with the gaze targeting, frightening with the brains harboring, frightening with the days darkening. Wings up, heaven raiser, I'm a thug angel. I've been unstable since banging beats on a lunch table. Rock Adidas, a fedora, dookie, rev run cable. I'm louder than Wu Tang, mob deep and big pun label. Zaw! Woo, woo, woo.